Welcome to the Transforming Leadership Podcast with executive coach, author, and speaker, Dr. Steve Stepp. I'm your host, Jim Brangenberg. For more information about Dr. Stepp and how the Transforming Leadership team builds effectiveness in leaders, please look online at tleadership.com. That's tleadership.com. Now let's join Dr. Steph in the studio. Welcome to the Transforming Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Jim Brangenberg, and I'm joined by Dr. Steve Steph, the founder of Transforming Leadership. Steve, before we begin, I think it's great to remind our listeners that we're currently working through a very long series of Transforming Leadership Proverbs. These are sayings or truisms that you and the Transforming Leadership team have coined over the years to help the leaders that you work with. Today's Transforming Leadership Proverb is a long one. Workshops and classes do not change behavior. Workshops communicate information, processes, procedures, and policies. Behaviors change. Behavior change requires practice, 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 and accountability. Steve, where did this one come from? You know, we we might trim that down to just workshops and classes do not change behavior. I mean, that that really is the proverb, is, is workshops and classes don't change behavior. And, and then the response to that is, well, what, what does change behavior? And, and what changes behavior is may be communicated in a workshop or a class, Jim. And, well, what do I need to be doing differently? But knowledge doesn't change behavior either. Right. So we go to a workshop or a class and we communicate best practice, for instance. Uh, but knowing the best practice and doing the pr- best practice sustainably uh, are two entirely different things. Well, that's so, kind of a management issue, isn't it? I mean, no knowledge is one thing, but management right. helps take that knowledge and put it into action be- through accountability, which is what you said at the end. It's practice, 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 and accountability. Well, that accountability is the word, you know. So. Management, you know, I, I struggle, you know, I've talked before a, a lot, you know, at length about, you know, what's management and what's management versus leadership and this type of thing. But, but the bottom line is accountability. So it's, it's accountability for the behavior. It's accountability for, uh, well, first, it's, it's identifying the best behavior or the correct behavior, what, whatever you want to talk about. And, and then it's, putting that behavior into practice, implementing it, but it's also refusing to do the old behavior. And then it requires accountability because all of us, Jim, need someone holding us accountable for our behavior change, either uh, correcting us, nudging us a bit when when we slip, or encouraging us in the process when we're successful. And that you know, we, we do that repeatedly. That's where the practice, 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 practice. That's where that comes. And then before long, that's the way I do it. Now, you and the Transforming Leadership Team have been working at this for 20 years. You've spent right. all kinds of time training people, doing workshops. We have. When did you realize that doing workshops was just a little piece of the work? Yeah, I, I confess, we, are, we were not offenders on this, Jim. We were... We were major offenders on this because some of the clients that we had years ago, they would they would talk to us about specific workshops that they wanted created, and we would go back and, and we would uh, uh, we would design, we would write up 
wonderful workshops with even with role play in the workshop so that we could practice the new skill that we wanted the people to do or the new behavior that we wanted them to, to do. And uh, then we would finish the workshop and invariably we would send, as we still do, we would send uh, uh, reviews uh, for, you know, how did we do in the workshop? And did you find it informative? Did you find it helpful? Did you find it practical? And we always got great scores, you know, and, you know, thank God for great scores. <laughs> but, then we, but then we would check with leadership 90 days or six months or a year down the road. How are they doing in implementing those behaviors? Oh, well, nothing's changed. So, so where was the disconnect? Well, the disconnect was we imparted the knowledge. We, we told them the more effective and or more efficient way of doing things, but we did not hold them accountable for doing it. And we are not going to change behaviors. Most people, most people, most of the time, are not going to change behavior until there's some, uh, you know, I hate to get too counselory on this, but until there's some pain involved in the old behavior. And pain may just be as simple as accountability, but uh, when we can raise the pain level up for the behavior that we don't want, and when we can encourage and even reward the behavior that we do want, then we're going to uh, have sustainable change. All right, so you guys have done, like you said, a ton of workshops, a a ton of classes, and and you primarily focused on what kind of skills? We're, well, by design, our, our organization does primarily uh, soft skills, leadership skills. Let's talk about communication. You know, we, we've done countless communication classes over the years. Whether communication was feedback, whether communication was uh, holding your direct reports accountable, all sorts of communication, you know, effective communication, effective leadership communication. Effective management, I mean, you know, all sorts of titles and stuff like that. But, but if we didn't help the individual identify, this is the best way for you to do it. Let's try this. Here's what you're doing now. So as soon as, in, in the old counseling world 30 years back, you know, when, when I was doing uh, counselor training, we used to talk about the stop, think. We'd even print cards for people to put in their pockets that said, stop, think. But if we don't identify the behavior that we're wanting them to stop and think about, then that, you know, that has to be identified early and first. Once that's identified, what's the replacement behavior? Stop, think, replace it with this. Now, now we're moving forward. So, you know, we, we've got to identify those uh, more effective, those, those best behaviors. Okay, so like we said, the, today's Transforming Leadership proverb is workshops and classes do not change behavior. Yeah. So we need to change behavior. Obviously, every one of us has something we need to be working on. And when we work in a group, when you work on a team, you obviously there's, there's personalities that get involved and things like that. So we, we have yeah. to really work at relationships. We have to work at these soft skills, as you put it. What is the best way to implement the change? What have you seen? Give us, a, give us an example of a company that you've seen take the workshops and classes and actually implement what you guys taught through practice, 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 and accountability. 
We've got an organization right now that we work with, a global organization. They, they employ several thousand people. And what we've done with each of them is we have identified, we've gone through their core values. Core values is a great one because that essentially is soft skills that always comes down to behaviors. This is who we say we are, but are we behaving that way, right? So we've taken their core values and we have identified specific behaviors for each of their core values that reflects that core value. Then we've also gone to the trouble of identifying specific, maybe existing behaviors that are in conflict with their core value. Mm. Then we are working with the senior leaders and then middle leaders to help them identify ways of driving those behaviors through the people that report up to them. Uh, hold them accountable, even, even designing report cards for working with their location managers and their operations managers and their customer service managers and their project managers. We, they, they're designing report cards based on core values alone. These are specific behaviors for your department that communicate our core values, that drive our core values. When you do this over here, that is in conflict with our core value. It may be effective, it may be efficient, but it doesn't support the core value. So the bottom line is, don't do it. And I'll be holding you accountable or holding you responsible, in this case, if you do do that behavior. Does that, does that help? Does that make sense? I think it would be helpful if you, you've given a, give a very specific example from somebody in the past that you guys have worked on this on where you identify behaviors that support the core value and behaviors that don't support it. And, and Because I love the report card idea. Hey, here's the things you're working on. These are the things that you do good already. Here's the things you do that are contrary to the core value. And we're going to grade you on. We're going to grade you on those things. Nobody likes report cards. I got a lot of ends, needs, improvement in elementary school. That report card I hated all the time. I bet you did too. Uh, so, what does that look like? Can you give us one? Just give us a real solid example. Okay, I've got a company right now that. Um, oh, geez, you know, wish I'd given more thought to this in, in our warm up, but. I've got one right now that's talking about accountability. Accountability is, is one of their core values. So an accountability for, for one particular department, for operations and their project managers, they have identified that the absolute transparency in, in some of their some areas of project management wasn't necessarily happening. And then things would break down after the fact. So they have identified a, uh, a, a metric, if you will, a way of reporting that guarantees absolute transparency in everything the project managers are doing. Then on a regular, in this case with this organization, on a weekly basis, the senior project manager has meetings with the other project managers, and, and he looks at this, this list that reflects absolute accountability now the senior project manager always knows exactly where they stand on things. And if something's fallen behind, they know it early instead of knowing it late. They, they weren't absolutely transparent on things that might bring them a little bit of pain. 
And there wasn't any way of holding them accountable on that. Now, when we go to the vice president of sales and operations, they're in a position to talk to the senior project manager. How are we doing on that accountability? How are we doing on that transparency? And he's designed a system that, that essentially guarantees it or certainly holds people accountable for it. Hmm. How's that? That's a great example. So the, the, the proverb we're talking about today, the transforming leadership proverb, is workshops and classes do not change behavior. Workshops communicate information like processes, procedures, policies. Behavior change requires practice, 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 and accountability. So does that mean you're going to stop doing workshops because they, they just don't do what you need them to do? No, Greg, because we, we still do the workshop, but we do the workshop first with the accountability in place that comes afterwards. And I will tell you for transforming leadership, we are no longer doing behavior-based workshops unless we include in the package the accountability component. But let me throw one other example out there before before I forget it, because we've got an organization right now that really started focusing on integrity within the organization. Mm. And, and as we collaborated, but remember that word from one of our previous sessions, as we collaborated on how are we demonstrating integrity or what are we doing that might be in conflict with integrity, it came down to pay systems and pay scales. And that organization has completely, well, they're still in the process, is completely revamping their pay scales, beginning with their uh, entry-level pay and opportunities for advancement. They're completely revamping that and publishing it. And by publishing, I mean within the organization so that they can speak, they can go to bed at night knowing the integrity of their system and that their pay scale system honors those people involved. So they really thought through it. And I think that that's, that's the beauty of workshops. I mean, if you really thought through it, a workshop is something where you work through something because sometimes workshops may present a problem, but you yeah. have to come together as a team to solve that problem. Yeah. Yeah, have accomplished uh, Yeah, and, and if you can do a workshop that includes, and here's how you hold it accountable and implement it and grow it and and uh, w- ferment that within an organization to to really help it to become part of your culture, that's a workshop I'd sign up for every day. Yeah, yeah. Let, let me make one final remark on that on that company that I was talking about the integrity component of their core values. In revamping their their pay system and their pay scale, Jim, they are acknowledging that we are going to net less money next year. We we are accepting that that is the that is the implication of um, changing this pay scale system. Wow. However, we feel like that we we have to do one of two things. If we are going to operate it with integrity, that means treating everyone as we would want to be treated. That means paying them not not what is the least that I can pay a person, but what is the right thing to pay that person for that particular job. And and the end result on that is that that there'll be a a net less for that company, a, a, a smaller delta down there. Sure. But the fact is, it's going to be a better organization. And I believe it won't be too long where they will start to see the positive implications of running a higher integrity, an intentionally 
an organization with intentional integrity, they'll see the payoff on that. It, it guaranteed. I mean, because integrity pays off every time. That's Dr. That's Steph, it. great conversation on our Transforming Leadership Proverb. Workshopping classes don't change behavior. The old way. But the that's new it. way, they do. Yeah, you got to check out it. some of the things that Transferring Leadership can do for you online. TLeadership.com. Thank you, Dr. Steph. Thanks, Jim. And to our listeners, please remember, on TLeadership.com, there's ways to get a hold of us. There's a phone number. There's an information form you can fill out. If you've got questions, if you've got things, hey, can Transferring Leadership help me with this? We'll get a hold of you. Get a hold of us and let us know that you've got a question for us. TLeadership.com. TLeadership.com. Remember, the Transforming Leadership is committed to maximizing individual and organizational effectiveness. Till next time. And that ends our discussion for today. Thanks for listening to the Transforming Leadership Podcast with executive coach, author, and speaker, Dr. Steve Stepp. For more information on how Dr. Stepp and the Transforming Leadership team can help you become a more effective leader, please look online at tleadership.com. That's tleadership.com. The Transforming Leadership Podcast is available on your favorite podcast directories, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Please leave a rating and review on your favorite platform to help us spread the word. Until next time, remember, building effectiveness in leaders starts with the transformation of your heart towards your people.